Where is that in the Bible? Woo! <laughs> Greater is the divine love in your spirit than the condemning fallen angel of the curse of the law in the air, in the world. <laughs> Actually, the Bible says cosmos, which means in the stars. <laughs> in, the, in the cosmos, world, stars. It's time that we wake up to how spiritual of a place you live in. Man, I was trapped in the natural dimension in the curse of the law so bad under the law of Moses that I literally thought I was just a human meat sack. And that's all I'm going to be. So I'm going to make as many business deals. And I'm a good person, so I'm going to go to church. Listen, I'm not making fun of you. I love you guys. But it's time to come out of your human ability and your human business. And it's time for divine business. Being about my father's business. I'm telling you guys, it's time for the 12 tribes of Israel to wake up as the sons of God. <laughs> That's what the word Israel means. Israelite means son of God. We say sons of God, I'm a son of God, I'm a Huios, I'm not a Technon. Uh. Well, are you an Israelite? And they'll weep and gnash their teeth. I'm not a Jew. You know, the Zionists of the Rothschild and the, the Star of Raphium of the Scottish Rite Freemasonry occult of Jesuit sorcery. I'm, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not, I'm not an Illuminati. Holy Ghost. Jesus, man, we're drunk on some love today. Holy Ghost. Not like yesterday. Yesterday was like a dry Egyptian hell compared to today. Today we're drunk. Today, his wine is especially intoxicating. Your love is your wine and it intoxicates us so that we're satisfied on Christ so we're not tempted by the serpent in the garden to go into Sodom, the place of all sexual immorality and wrongdoing and vice and addiction, <laughs> the place of all the lust of the eyes, the greed of the mind, and the lust of the flesh. Ew. Talk about frogs and filth of Sodom hell. Don't let demons sodomize you. Don't let fallen angels sodomize you. That's what the demons and devils do when you sin and lust. They literally, they get off on you. They cover you with all kinds of disgusting filth like semen. It's true. They're lust spirits. They're incubus and succubus spirits. We got to teach on it because most of you still got lust problems and secret sin problems and no one's perfect. Christ is perfect. Realize Christ in you. Christ is perfect. The man of perfection entered your spirit the day you first believed in Jesus. And then you got some religious doo-doo voodoo on your head and you couldn't find your Savior again. Well, now it's time to find him in your belly. Oh, I'm a man and I'm pregnant. Duh. Doy. <laughs> when the divine sperm came into my spiritual womb or my stomach, Guess what? My spirit was recreated and I became pregnant with the Messiah. 1 John says, Salvation is by believing the Word, receiving the sperm or the Word of God. 
Same exact thing. Sperm of God, Word of God. So every time you receive the Father's living Word and not Satan's dead Word, Belial, Father of lies, be extinguished out of your hearts and minds, then the living Father's sperm impregnates you. Amen? Pregnant with the divine child by hearing the Word. How are you saved? Hearing the Word and believing the Word by the Spirit of Grace. And the Spirit of Grace is the seven spirits of God sent out through all the earth. So He's omnipresent. He's omnipresent. All you got to do is stay believing in that Word and growing your faith in all the words that come from God, especially the book of Revelation. Why? Why Revelation? It's so cryptic. It's so hidden and it's so difficult. to. It's not for your thinker. It's for your drinker. It's not for your carnal mind. It's not for the mark of the beast. It's not for your 666 human nature. It's not for your flesh, which is the 666 mark of the beast. It's for your spirit. <laughs> your spirit is created in the image of God. Has your spirit overcame the beast, which is your flesh? Or do you still allow your flesh to dominate your spirit and you trample the holy place underfoot? The holy place is your spirit. Most Christians don't live from their spirit. Most Christians live from their outer court. That's called being a mark of the beast. Nearly every Christian in the world, at, at you know November 30th, 2018, has already taken the mark of the beast. Everyone worried about guillotines and microchips and all this garbage of fear-mongering of demons lying to you? You are already, when you're in fear, you're already marked with the beast. The beast is submitting to the flesh. That's not a, a word exclusive to Revelation. It says beast or animal in James. Paul talks about wrestling wild beasts in Ephesus, the, the human nature, the human flesh. Satan's called the chief of the beasts of all the field or the lord of the flesh, the lord of the flies in the book of Genesis. Belial. These are all scriptures and it's not mysterious stuff. It's so basic and so stupid. It is so dumb, and it just needs to be watered down for you to drink it and demystify it. It's so simple stuff. It's so childlike. Beast is the animal nature of the human flesh. If your human flesh is in leadership of your life and not your regenerated spirit in your stomach, you are walking and submitted to Satan. And he gave power and authority to the beast, or the flesh, it is written. The red dragon gave power and authority to the flesh, the beast. Oh, come on, somebody. Somebody's going to get crucified with Christ today and get totally delivered from the power of Hades in their carnal members, in their carnal appetite-filled stomachs of those lustly passions and appetites of the stomach. The Apostle Paul says, the stomach is the place of their false gods. What? They, their God is their stomach. It is written. Apostle Paul. Bible. So if your stomach's your God, guess what needs to cast out that other God? That's why there's a big G on the Freemason apron that they put over their stomach. With the Star of David or, you know, the, the compass. The Masonic compass. That's because the Satan of the natural stomach, the serpent in the garden, locks them in the natural dimension by white and black magic of Janes and Jambres. That's what holds all nations in the natural dimension. The Star of David or the Law of Moses. 
and it's done by sorcerers, even the Bilderberg group. And it's not conspiracy theory. Look at your $1 bill. We don't live in Egypt. Why is there a pyramid on it? It's Freemasonry. Freemasonry is the practice of the law of Moses, Mosaic law, even though we're in the new covenant. The old covenant was handed over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh, and he's been destroying flesh professionally with all the fallen angels, with Satan's stars through human brains for 2,000 years since the veil's been torn, because you're not in an old covenant. Now your body is the temple, and the fallen angels don't want you to know it, they want you to stay bewitched because they enjoy torturing you. They enjoy killing you, stealing from you, and destroying you with their false magic show of externalism. Satan stars, the dragon's tail that swept them from heaven. And they only work through the law of Moses. Don't blame Moses. Moses is in heaven now. It was necessary. Why was the law necessary? To make sin exceedingly sinful. The accuser of the brethren only uses the law against you. <laughs> Jesus Christ has paid the price, so anyone that doesn't believe in Christ in the fountain of grace within their spirit is condemned to hell by the law of Moses, and it's enforced by Satan and his angels upon every human spirit, every human heart, and every human mind for 2,000 years. Nothing new under the sun. But I tell you the truth, now we use the keys of death and hell. Still people are going to reject it, but I'm not focused on the losers. If you're focused on the losers that hate you all the time and are always mocking you, biting at you, making fun of you, you look so stupid, you look so weird, and you're a cult, and all these names they call us every day, all the horrible accusations of the dead that have serpents just squirming through their flesh constantly in the snake pit of the human sinful condition. We don't listen to these snake-filled dead zombies, these human animals, and these marks of the beast. We love them too much to listen to their lies. We don't, you know, people are like, well, you don't listen to me, you don't hate me. No, I listen to God because I love you, and only God raises the dead. And you're totally dead in religion. You're totally dead in rebellion. You're totally cursed under the law of Moses. You have fallen angels enforcing it upon death upon your brains every day. You feel like crap. You know, suicide's never been higher in the USA. It's all over the news on all kinds of different sources. We posted it on Facebook, posted it on Twitter. Because these people are condemned under religion. Religion. But who will become a fountain of grace and save the human race from the religious devil, Satan, and his angels enforcing the law through Christian religion in every building made by human hands? People are telling me when they were going to church, I just remembered when I was going to church, the pastor only told stories about people dying and death. And I was convicted. Someone told me that last night. I'm like, man, I talk about death a lot. <laughs> but I do it in the drunken glory so as to conquer Hades. But I remember when my, my grandma died this last winter, precious Dorothy. And we were at the funeral, and it was downtown Minneapolis at a Catholic church. And this priest stood up, and all he did was preach death. And I mean, it was just the puke of the red dragon. And I watched people receive his words. And this was some fallen angel sorcery coming out of his mouth. I went to go shake his hand, and he manifested snakes. And he was like, 
Catholic, and he's probably a pedophile too, this Jesuit warlock Catholic priest, and I couldn't believe it. And that, that night, my uncle died in his sleep at 54 years old. And I watched him go up and receive his, the priest's words and take the communion from this warlock's hands and eat it. And he died. I said, that warlock minister of death killed my frickin' uncle. I knew that's what killed him. He died in his sleep that night. And so that's why I'm a little more angry or, you know, not so much angry, angry at the devil. I'm in love with you guys, so don't misunderstand me. But we're more passionate than ever because this religious war against Satan and his angels and the law of Moses and the religious demon, it's killing our people. Our people are dying. And the law of Moses inflicts with pestilence and plagues and disease. Moses puts his hand in his coat and comes out leprous. My wife's had leprosy, I mean scabies and the scarabs of Egypt for four months. And it's all religion, it's all Egypt, and it's all Hades. And we're dealing with it, but you have to understand the war. And it is life and death, no doubt about it. It's life and death. Even the people in the holy place that are new to holy place glory are being attacked. Some people telling me they're nearly ran over by cars this last week. Car accidents actually got hit. One of our people that listens to us got hit and totaled the back end of their car. And it was a drunk driver. Just found out about that last night. And, and so all these accidents are all attacks of demons because you actually begin to open up the fountain of living waters from your spirit. Don't misunderstand the spiritual attacks. Because you're beginning to fight hell head-on towards the red dragon, the false prophet of externalism, and the beast of submission to human flesh that we're just all carnal Christians here, just good Christians in the flesh, live a good life, and the carnal abilities trampling the blood of lamb under the foot so we never walk in omniscience, omnipresence, and omnipotence of the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. You're being attacked because you're conquering hell. Understand the weapons of your warfare. Not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, the demolishing of arguments, and every lying spirit, every lying tongue be brought into submission to the truth of the Word of God, King of kings and Lord of lords, in heaven and earth and under the earth in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. you got to preach it because these people are getting attacked these people are dying, and they're so blind, they don't understand the spirit world. They don't understand the underworld. They don't understand Jesus holding the, the keys of death and hell. And if you don't have revelation, you don't have access. If you don't believe the word, if you don't believe revelation, if you don't believe the New Testament, you perish for lack of knowledge, lack of revelation, lack of fresh bread, lack of... You know, you die from malnutrition in Babylon. God prepares a table before you of fresh bread and new wine daily. So you're so strong, you're stronger than Satan and his angels. You're going to get so much stronger than the warlocks of the Bilderberg group, the warlocks of the Scottish Rite Freemasons of every U.S. city and every European city and Australian New Zealand city. All those cities of Freemasonry, which are all the British Empire's conquered cities of all first world nations today. They didn't just conquer you in the British Empire with weapons of war, but they also conquered you spiritually with Freemasonry. You have to understand Freemasonry 
because that's what you're battling. You're battling Janes and Jambres, white and black magic, the checkerboard of Hades. You're battling Satan and his angels' abilities in the heavens, the earth, and under the earth. And that war has never been more real than 2018. And you're going to get so much more powerful in the apostolic and prophetic anointing stirred up in your spiritual stomachs that you're going to put all the warlocks, the prophets of Baal, the religious and the rebellious of black and white magic to shame like Elijah and the prophets of Baal. Mount Carmel showdown every day. And it's fun. It's refreshing as you conquer. Psalms 110, we're refreshed as we conquer. Even while we heap the whole wide world with corpses. It is written. <laughs> Not that we're so much killing people, but we're removing death from inside people's spirits. <laughs> what spirit are you of? Just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you're of the Holy Spirit. A lot of Christians that don't have the Holy Spirit as their source, the throne, the great white throne of the Holy Spirit in their throne room, holy place stomach, in their rich treasury of glory. A lot of people still have a false God in there and they're just externally Christian. We need to be first internally Christian because we're in the new covenant. We can't submit to the fallen angels in the curse of the law. We'll die. You'll die in Babylon. That's the matrix. That's the potent sorcery, the magic spell, the deception of all nations as it's written in the book of Revelation. In the book of Revelation, very importantly, <laughs> this is a fury of love for you guys today, giving you everything I got because there's just so much revelation, so much bread, and we got to get so much stronger than the fallen angels. And we are, and we're winning, and we've never been so powerful like this before ever in the history of the armies of God for 6,000 years, of ancient times to modern times, and every covenant since Adam. This is the strongest God's bloodlines or God's seed line of faith of the Word have ever been in 6,000 years. We're kicking butt, but we're going to kick a lot more butt in this. Right now, a lot of people just barely making it, barely overcoming the attack of the fallen angel, nearly died, close call, to actually just like my whole region, 50 miles is bliss. And everywhere I go, people bless me, honor me, love me, because I've laid down my life to serve them the bread and the wine, priests and kings of the Melchizedek order, the sons and daughters of the living God. And you have to understand this. The book of Revelation is the DNA programming of the Messiah of his 33 years on for 33 years of life on earth. Amen. I can feel some resistance telling you that. You need to reprogram your heart from human to Messiah, illuminating the eyes of our hearts, the Apostle Paul calls it, transfigured by the renewing of our mind, transfigured also by the renewing of our heart. Circumcision of the heart is what he calls it in Romans chapter 2. The sword of the Spirit circumcising our heart. Did our hearts not burn within us as we walked with Him along the way, illuminating the Scriptures? The Messiah, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, illuminates His own Scriptures. This is the revelation of Jesus Christ, the 66th book of the Bible. And it must be made your flesh to be a member of heavenly Jerusalem. It's not optional. <laughs> And there's a reason why there's billions of Bibles now and that every Christian in America owns like 10 Bibles. 
you know, and we we go around and we pick out a new translation every season, and we're so trendy, and it's I got the TPT and I got the ESD, and I'm cool little retro going back to the KJV, and it's like whatever, man, whatever gets your spirit strong and dandy. But the whole point of having so much scripture is so that it can be made flesh. And when you read the scripture, make sure you're speed reading it and feasting it, feasting on it to change your heart. You're not reasoning it and intellectualizing it like a Pharisee. You're drinking it like a drunkard and a glutton. We're drunkards and glutton on the bread and wine. We feast at the table of the Lord. If you're in the table of demons, you're prim and proper, and it's like, well, Gamaliel said this, and the, the scholar of, you know, the Dallas Seminary of Hogwarts tells me this is what the correct theology of that verse is. Listen, the Holy Spirit wrote the Bible. These men are whitewashed tombs. Most of the men and women that translated this Bible are burning in hell. These are Pharisees, total Pharisees. You need the Spirit of God to illuminate the Scriptures to you and to write it on the tablet of your heart, as it's written. He will write His laws upon our hearts and upon our minds. Amen. So that we will be His temples. We don't have to go to temple anymore because we're the temples. And when we wake up to the new covenant, we can begin discipling regions. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I mean, like almost no apostle or prophet has ever done that because Freemasonry has the whole universe on lockdown. And unless you open the the bowels of the earth from below and the fountain of living waters through your spirit, you have an external Jesus of the air bewitching you 100% of the time. It's true. That's why they're hopeless out there. That's why even men and women that I once feasted with in the drunken glory are now stockpiling munitions and food supplies because they're scared about the mark of the beast. I mean, as paranoid and fearful as it gets. As dead as dead, 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 dead in the religious sin as dead gets. I mean, that's it doesn't get any worse than that. That's the bottom of the religious barrel buried in Egyptian hell while on earth. And so we got to raise these people from the dead because they're totally bewitched, you guys. Totally dead in their religious sin. Totally deceived by the false Jesus of the air. The angel of light that deceives Satan. The false Jesus. He's always out there. He's never in here. It's never Christ in you. We say that verse, but then we go back to bewitchment. They speak those verses in darkness. And it never wakes their spirit up to who they are on the inside. And they never realize the glory. Seeing but never perceiving, hearing but never understanding. Otherwise, they'd come to a knowledge of the truth, and a fountain of life would spring up in them a well. Arise from the dead, awake, O sleeper, and Christ will shine from within you. Where is this King of Glory? Is he out there? No. The King of Glory is in your spirit. Revelation 3.20 Behold, I stand at the door of your heart and knock. If you let me in, we'll have fellowship together. And He comes right into your heart. And you have fellowship with Jesus. And from intimacy with the Lord Jesus in your heart, you release rivers of living water, rivers of divine favor, rivers of divine love, rivers of creative power that returns all nations' hearts to perfection of the Father on earth. 
The saviors of the world are those who release the living waters from the intimacy they have with God through their hearts because all humanity is connected. All DNA closely connected 47th cousins is as distant as it gets in DNA relations from an African to an Asian. Because we all go back to the first man, Adam, just 6,000 years ago. So the furthest DNA relationship you could have with another human being from a different continent is 47th cousins. So as your heart is healed by intimacy with the Creator, it goes through your heart, through your roots, and heals the nations. And all you got to do is keep feasting on His love, keep feasting on His word, keep feasting on His favor, as much favor as you want every day, into your heart, and you will automatically, your roots will go out and heal all the hearts of the nations, and you'll have never-ending heaven on earth. That's God's plan for this generation, and we're deep into it already. We love you guys. Be blessed. Partner with Red Letter Ministries. Sow into this ministry. Magnify this ministry so we can upgrade our studio. Get on television. Get on radio and blow up this message for the whole world to know. RedLetterMen.com. We'll see you tomorrow.